We're in a battle for America's soul. Liberty is at risk. It's time to speak up. Welcome to Brooke Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot. Brooke says, for years, Brooke's been behind the scenes, helping conservative leaders articulate a vision for a better America. Now, she's front and center, and the mic is hot. Here is your host, Brooke Says. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says. Uh, This is a show where we discuss politics and culture from a conservative perspective. As I said, I'm your host, Brooke Says, conservative patriot, proud, deplorable columnist. You can read my columns on AmericaOutloud.com, as well as my website, BrookeTalksAmerica.com. And you know that I'm a radio host because I'm right here, right? Um, and make sure you connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, email, uh, and you can get all those links on my website at brooktalksamerica.com. I'm here with my co-host, Colonel Jim Warshuk, who is the former Deputy Director for Intelligence at U.S. Central Command. He also served in the White House National Security Council, and currently he serves as the Hillsborough County GOP Chairman. So as you know by now, from Hot Topics to History, you can be sure if it's happening in America, I will be talking about it. Also, you can listen to the podcasts of my show on AM860, The Answer, and of course on my website. I'm also... Um, For the early risers, I'm on Captain's America Third Watch every week on the same station at 5.30 in the morning. Oh, my God, so early. It's crazy. And Colonel Jim is also on Captain Matt's show every Wednesday at 5 a.m. We are definitely ambushing the airwaves with conservative thought, okay? Uh, The book of the week is not actually a book. It's the U.S. Constitution. I highly suggest our elected representatives read it, especially the Democrats who don't seem to know or care what's in it, okay? I told you last week about reading a book about the French Revolution. Get your act together, people, okay? These are these are dangerous times. Anyways, uh, my article this week is Democrats Need Dependents and Slaves to Survive, which is absolutely true. They need an underclass, okay? They need dependents that they can enslave to the government. You don't like that word? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's what it is. They, they cannot afford – they will never fix the problems they claim to care about. It would put them out of business, okay? So you can find that article on AmericaOutloud.com and, of course, my website. Remember, as I mentioned last week, for the month of May, I will be featuring one small business and one restaurant each week, which were hurt by the involuntarily shutdown, also known as the house arrest, <laughs> to um, support them. And so our economy can get back open. So for the remaining weeks, make sure you take advantage of this special free offer. You can email me, DM me on Twitter, however you want. I just ask that you help promote my show on your to your customers and on your social media sites. Okay, is that a deal? Great. Uh, this week, the restaurant is Krabby Bill's. It's a local family-owned seafood restaurant in St. Pete Beach. Amazing. They're open again. Uh, the Bear Day crabs are absolutely incredible. It's it's We go from Brandon, and it's just so worth the drive. They're back open, so make sure you go and support that family-owned business. Keep it local, people. Local, local, local. That's how we save the businesses. And make sure you t- tell them that you heard about it on Brook Talks America. The small business this week is Salon Elysian in Riverview, and I have as my special guest today, Jill Benick. She is the owner of the salon, and she's going to talk about all different kind of things. She's also an incredible patriot. Uh, how she's keeping her clients safe, what she thinks about the, um, you know, what, what happens with her reopening, and what she thinks about what's going on with in the country with all of these insane Democrats and the various infringements on our rights and freedoms. So welcome to the to the show, Jill. Thanks for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be able to spend time talking with you guys. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, as, as you know, you know, we talked about it. I actually get my hair cut there and um, with Jessica, who is just the nicest person, as we discussed. Um, so when we talked, you know, the I didn't know what your leanings were, but then I saw a post, the post that you did relating to, she, she, um, her name's Shelly, right? Shelly Luther. Uh, yes. she got her hair cut by Ted Cruz and I thought, okay, well, there's no way that she would put Ted Cruz on her page because le- the left thinks he's the devil if she wasn't a conservative. So I yes. thought, okay, she's good yes, to go. Yes, yes. So tell me what's I going on with you. She was probably very honored to have Ted Cruz in, in her salon. I hope he wasn't 
doing the haircut. I hope he was receiving the haircut because um, he, he's, he's doing terrific things over there, I suppose. So what's going on is um, we decided to open the salon. Um, I kind of bucked the system a little bit and opened um, on May the 5th, which is about a week um, prior to the governor allowing us to um, reopen the salon. So I have a staff of seven stylists. I have a you know a couple people that have children. I have one stylist whose husband lost not one but two jobs. I have another stylist whose husband's hours were cut in less than half, and these people were getting no assistance at all from the DOE. So it's just a you know failed system. We all know that. We all know that you know even it's not antiquated. It's not that old. It's just something that that just can't function correctly. So I had the decision to um, either open my salon and allow my girls to earn some money. And so I did, because I really, I disagree with this. I think um, going into this, we didn't have information. So we had to do what we did initially. But once you start receiving raw data, you have to start looking at the data. And the data is not there to support a nationwide mandated, unconstitutional shutdown. Exactly. So we came back to work. We came back to work. It's been absolutely amazing. Of course, you know, hair salons and barbershops and nail salons were bound by some pretty strict sanitization requirements as a general rule anyway. We do have to do a little bit more. We are regularly, you know, breathing carbon dioxide because we're having the mask on all day long. So um, we're we're managing very well. I don't recall a time that I've been busier. Um, we're, we're slammed. We're just slammed. So it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I'm so happy that I can come back in and um, let these girls make some money. We all yeah. need to make money. Yeah, well, that's um, it's interesting because, like you say, you're slammed. It's it's the unintended consequences. Like you're shut down, and then all of a sudden, everybody that I, especially the ladies, which take longer, they all have they right. all have to wait because all of the salons are absolutely slammed. So it's it's a good right. thing in the in in for now, anyways. Now that you're open to be slammed like that. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. We are. Um, I was I was reading some information last night, and, and I thought this was an interesting comparison. The average person sees their general practitioner once a year. You go to your dentist twice a year, but the average person goes to the hair salon a minimum of eight times a year. Wow. We are see? not non-essential. We are not non-essential. We are definitely essential um, to keeping people looking professional when they are employed and to keeping people looking professional when they're applying for jobs. So we are basically a recession-proof industry, which I think is, you know, fantastic for the country to have this type of, of industry up and running. So Yeah, I don't I, even – I hate this idea that some things are essential and non-essential. You know, yes. you we, – we talked last night. You're a Christian. It's like you they, – they didn't open the churches, but all the liquor stores are open and the weed stores are open. Right. So how does right, this, right, this is, right. is an insane idea that a liquor store yes. and the lottery store is essential, but a church and a, and a small business is not? <laughs> right, right. It's absolutely not about the data. It's not about the Chinese virus anymore. We're done with that. That's already we've seen. The numbers are lower than influenza A during this current year. We've already seen that. This is no longer about the China virus. This is about our rights being stripped away from us and about the American people sitting back and allowing it to happen because they are uninformed and they're not keeping themselves informed. They're not paying attention. They're not looking. And that's how these things happen, right? That's how this kind of thing happens. They divert your vision. They get you to look over here. Look over here. at this giant virus thing happening. And over here, they're subverting us, and they're taking away our constitutional freedoms. You cannot set aside the Constitution for a virus. That is not acceptable. And you cannot yeah. walk off a cliff following behind them like a lemming. 
So I feel very passionately about this, and I just decided that I had enough, and I opened the salon. And that's we're taking all kinds of precautions, but we're working, and I'm hiring. So yeah. Um, that's another thing. If they're, you know, I'm hiring. I, I thought, what a perfect time. What a perfect time. And so I put ads out. I'm hiring. I've got a few different positions available. I haven't gotten any bites. Well, hopefully so you will today. <laughs> yeah, that would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. We have a, a wonderful salon here. I have a, a extraordinarily talented, passionate staff of young women that do amazing Things. They just do amazing things. I'm, I'm inspired by them daily. So we got a great yeah. thing going. Yeah, the spirit is very good. And I went there for Thanksgiving. I got my hair cut last year at Thanksgiving, and you had the most incredible spread of food. It's a very welcoming <laughs> atmosphere there. Everybody is super nice. It's kind of like a family, right? Yes, we, we are. We've been together for a very long time. I have a friend that has, I've worked with for 30-something years in this business, and, and then the rest of my staff, I've really made it a goal to reduce turnover. It's a problem that plagues our industry, and I made it a personal goal to reduce that by um, helping people to see their value in, in the salon environment, helping them to see how valuable they are building them up, empowering them to be the best that they can be. And we've just, it's just been a blessed occurrence. We, it's been a wonderful ride the whole three years in. So it's, it's been great. It's been fantastic. They share my values. They yeah. share my values. They're a lot younger than I am. And so sometimes they don't have the, the historical perspective of things because we changed the way that we teach history and we've changed so much about what we're doing, but it's great to be able to enlighten them and inform them along the way. Yeah. Well, that is so, so good. And I just want to, um, you know, we're running short on time. I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Go everybody check out Salon Elysium and Jill and all the ladies there and get your hair done and go support this small business. Because as I said before, we can't emphasize it enough. Small business is what rolls America. Okay. So Jill, thank you so much. God bless oh, you. Thank God you for bless having the whole me. There. Thank you so much. Same to you. God bless you guys and all your work. Absolutely. Take care, Jill. Have a good day. You too. You're listening to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, with Colonel Jim, and we will be right back. More Brooke Talks America coming up. To Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Connect by Twitter at Talks America. Here's Brooke Says. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. Uh, I am your host, Brooke Says, and I'm here with Colonel Jim. You're on AM860 The Answer, Salem Media Group. And make sure you connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, email, website, all of it. And again, if you want to partner with the show, Contact me. Be happy to work with you. Uh, you see Fauci moving the goalposts every day, right? It moves every day, okay? And speaking of the Fauci Meister, uh, it's been a great week for those of us who've been yelling at the TV, stop listening to Fauci, right? Because Rand Paul, uh, if you saw the Senate hearings this week, Rand Paul went after him pretty as strongly as he was going to go, I guess, but he went after him. But Tucker basically eviscerated him on his show. He's been leaning towards that, you know, and, and, and not holding back, but he really eviscerated him. And it was great. And even Trump, which I think everybody listening to the show is probably thinking, oh, my God, thank God we've been waiting for this. He actually uh, pushed back on what uh, Fauci said at the Senate hearing about opening or rather the non-opening of the schools. He said, quote, he wants to play all sides of the equation. We're opening our country. People want it open. The schools are going to open. Thank God people are listening 
uh, uh, pushing back against this clown Fauci. Okay, uh, I'm going to put the, I don't I'm not going to play the audio now. We don't have time, but I'm going to put them up on the Facebook, the videos of Tucker and uh, Rand Paul on this. It's really good. You should see you should watch it. Just remember about Fauci. Okay, this is who the media wants to put up as the expert, expert, expert. This is the same guy who says we can't shake hands or go back to normal or have sports or school or anything else. But he said it was okay to have sex with strangers on Twitter and Grinder. So you can meet a stranger and swap bodily fluids. I'm sorry, but that's what it is. But you can't shake your hands. Okay? This is ridiculous and has to stop. He needs to be fired or whatever he can do to be marginalized and sidelines needs to be done. Um, these are He's a liberal globalist. I don't care what anybody says about it. That's what he is. They're not interested in opening the business because they want to kill the economy. They want to get Trump. That's the whole mission. That's the agenda. Okay. It's And if you don't believe that, you really are listening, probably listening to the wrong show. You need to go listen to MSNBC because you'll feel much safer there. Okay, Snowflake? Just saying. Okay? Democrat Maxine Waters, the Mad Max, is uh, criticizing the freedom protesters, the open American freedom protesters around the country, right? Uh, gruesome Newsom. I thought I was clever with Gavin Newsom's, but Gruesome Newsom is better. It's not mine. I'm just borrowing it. He's, she tells him to hold the line on keeping the state shut down. She actually said on camera she doesn't want the businesses to open. She says they're going to help them, right? But So she wants some crazy bill where everybody gets money for staying home and doing nothing. But basically she admitted that she doesn't want to do it. Uh, Democrat mayor of L.A., Garcetti, is basically uh, eyeing, quote, with all certainty – to extend the stay-at-home order for three more months, okay, for, because of the pandemic. Here's the deal, okay. He says we, you can't actually open until you have a cure. Here's the deal. As of Tuesday, Los Angeles County, which has a population of 10 million people, million, had 32,000 confirmed coronavirus cases and 1,569 deaths, 1,569 deaths out of 10 million people, okay? California writ large has 67, 68,000 cases and about 3,000 fatalities, okay, according to data on John Hopkins. The LA riots should be fun, right? Okay, the coming riots should be fun. This is complete insanity, and I really hope that the the uh, liberals, because they're getting destroyed too, uh, in Cal California are paying attention. Okay, and not to be outdone, the New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, he extended his stay-at-home order until June 13th, another month. Okay, I want to tell all of you New Yorkers, Californians, Illinoisans, New Jerseyans, Pennsylvanians, and other liberals, don't move to Florida. We don't want you. Unless you're going to leave that liberal insanity behind, stay where you are, suffer through it. You made your bed, lie in it, or fix it. We're done. Don't destroy Florida, okay? Washington State Governor Inslee actually told his residents that, the, that, that families with an infected member will not be able to leave their homes. The government will do their shopping for them. Okay. Also, he seen, because he seems determined to wipe out the restaurants in his state, he actually said this. Apparently, you're gonna, you don't need an ID to vote, but you're going to need one to, to eat at the restaurant. He says they will require restaurants to keep a log of all customers, including contact information on every customer who dines at their establishment. Um, hello, Attorney General Bill Barr. Hello, where are you? This is unconstitutional. I mean, can you just imagine some waiter is going to get say, hey, can I have your number and your name? I mean, it's it's really uh, in another Democrat state that's a complete mess in the you know, this is all the good for the but not for me category that I've been illustrating. OK, it's come out that the Pennsylvania Secretary of Health moved her own mother out of a senior facility to a hotel while the coronavirus swept through there. They have a massive amount of nursing home deaths also. You see, all of these liberal states, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, uh, California also, and Connecticut all have massive deaths. What do they have in common? They're all Democrats. And just so that you – you probably have seen the picture of that, um, the video of that person. Apparently, she is a he, which is why I was so confused looking at the picture because apparently the um, – the Secretary of Health is in drag. Anyways, uh, 
And a reminder, okay, they are padding the numbers on on the coronavirus deaths. Burke's already said it, right? But she also says that she doesn't even trust anything from the CDC. But if you don't believe her, also remember that USA Verify, USA Today verified that you know, the claim that they actually get paid, the doctors get paid for Medicare if you use, if you have coronavirus or if you're diagnosed as that, and also if you use a ventilator, right? So they're getting money for this. Of course, they're going to say it is. Plus, they want to pad the numbers to get Trump. Okay. But it, but as if the stupidity wasn't enough with the Marxist left, not to be outdone, the Vatican newspaper announced Wednesday that migrants... Yep. Migrants are the true victims of the coronavirus pandemic. Okay. Not the citizens of Italy, but the migrants. Okay. He said, uh, migrants are the true victims of the pandemic. Up until a few months ago, they were considered the emergency, but now they've disappeared from the streets. I have to ask, are the aliens here yet? Please tell me because I want to go with them. It's too crazy here. It's just too crazy. And actually the uh, DOD said they were here. So uh, come get me. I'll, I'll send you my address because I can't deal with it anymore. It's absolutely crazy. And of course, not, you know, again, because they're, they're not getting attention. The Hollyweirders have come out and said that they want uh, a radical change rather than a return to normal after the coronavirus. About 200 celebrity, celebrity um, Hollyweirders signed on. They said for an end to unbridled consumerism and a radical transformation of economies to help save the planet. Well, isn't that just special? First of all, shut the hell up, Hollyweird. Not interested in anything you have to say. Okay. Second of all, isn't it interesting that now you're saying this? You're already rich. How many of you have multiple homes, multiple cars, jets, Massive homes, by the way, which use an astronomical amount of power and fossil fuels to power them. So you want to come out now? Isn't that it? No, I don't really want to hear anything you have to say. Okay. You're just lucky you're already famous and rich because you're so crazy that if anybody, if you were trying to get famous now, nobody would, nobody would support you because your Trump derangement syndrome has made you just completely ridiculous and unlikable. Right. De Niro's an amazing actor, but he's a lunatic. And Madonna, come on, the, the wannabe geisha girl who has like a walking Botox commercial in the tub with the milk. Come on. She's crazy. They're all crazy. Anyways, so Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports has a great rant video uh, where he's talking about the shutdown. And he's saying basically what everybody in the whole country is saying, which is why is it still going on? I can't play it on the air on this show, especially because it's an F-bomb buffet, but I'm going to post it on the Facebook page. So you really need to go watch, uh, watch it for yourself. And Elon Musk tweeted his support for it saying, quote, well said, please run for office. The politicians and unelected bureaucrats who stole our liberty should be tarred, feathered and thrown out of town. You know, people are waking up. Okay, Uh, I don't it's just a matter of whether or not there are enough patriots, but people are waking up. And I, you know, Portnoy is not a big conservative. Elon Musk is is I don't know what he is, but he's I don't think he's any kind of conservative. I'm sure they're capitalists, but they're not some big conservatives. So there may be a nice little patriot movement. The law of unintended consequences is that the Democrats always push it too far. And. If you don't think that they're involved with this, they 100% are. They get their talking points. The media gets their talking points from the DNC and vice versa. Um, on a separate but related note, which is very good, uh, an important step for small businesses affected by the China virus is that uh, Senator John Thune is says that he's fighting for a shield from frivolous lawsuits. Very important. Okay, when you're getting ready to go back, as I said before, these vulture lawyers are out there salivating to sue people. And so as soon as someone goes back to work and gets the virus, you know they're going to contact a lawyer. Not everybody. Hopefully the people that want to go back to work just because they're normal people and they don't want to be, you know, out of work and a slave to the government. But you know there will be people and they're just waiting to throw money at them because they're ambulance chasing vultures. Okay? Yeah, I said it. Morgan, vulture. 
Anyways, I'm just going to say it. Um, so that's those are some of the things that are going on. So hopefully that legislation will help and uh, offer limited liability protection. Obviously, I would never say that in that case of the nursing homes, they should absolutely be prosecuted because that's not at all what we're talking about. We're just talking about businesses who should have some protection. They're opening. They can be safe. They can be clean. And we can get back to work. Okay? So you are listening to Brooke Talks America. I am your host, Brooke Says. We are on AMA. And I'm here with Colonel Jim, of course. We are on AM 860, The Answer, Salem Media Group, and we will be right back. More Brook Talks America coming up. America with Brooke says connect by email Brooke talks America at gmail.com here's Brooke says hello hello welcome back to Brooke talks America I am your host Brooke says along with Colonel Jim Warshuk and we are at AM860 the answer on the Salem media group in China news because we simply can't get enough of China the uh, CIA believes that China tried to prevent the WHO from actually sounding the alarm on the coronavirus. So here they're stockpiling supplies and they they went to you know they went to China and talked to G to get him to not say anything. But eventually the Der Spiegel came out with that this month from Germany. Uh, they ended up doing it on January 30th. Isn't that lovely? So we have proof, right? Um, I can't wait to see what the punishment for them is going to be. By the way, you as a citizen punish them not by, by not buying their products. Just remember that. You, you vote with your dollar. Uh, Trump has halted plans, thank God, f- to invest U.S. federal retirement funds in Chinese company. Why was that even happening in the first place? Okay, so U.S. companies uh, are th- – we were – U.S. retirement funds were investing in Chinese companies, some of whom are involved in selling military activities, espionage, and uh, human rights abuses. This this is what China is doing, and our companies are investing in them. So there was an order that was delivered by the Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board uh, in a May 11th letter by Secretary, Labor Secretary, Eugene Scalia. Do you luck do you realize how lucky we are that Trump was elected? Okay, we wouldn't know about any of this insanity. And where the hell are the Republicans in general? Oh yeah, Lindsay's writing letters, never mind. Okay, the African country, a lot of African countries are mad, very angry about what China uh, has done. They about the supplies they sent there. Tanzania's President Mulgulfi, I don't know how to say that name, but he did a, he has a video out there. It's kind of funny. He he tested a goat, a papaya, and a papa. And they all tested positive. So they're really mad about the supplies that they sent. Nigerian leaders are also questioning, looking at China and questioning their dependence on them. The one leader said, we're going to be, in 10 years, we're going to be a Chinese colony. They're talking about the same things Trump is talking about. Like, why do you have to send, we have our own people unemployed. Why do you have to send people there? So I think the world may be waking up. Um, China, state-run Global Times newspaper warned on Wednesday that should pressure on the WHO to include Taiwan become successful, the Communist Party may be forced to, quote, solve the Taiwan question once and for all via non-peaceful means. Doesn't that sound nice? So get ready. Are we going to have a war with China? I don't know. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Anyways, Senator Tom Cotton from Arkansas said if the WO doesn't change, we're going to have to start a new organization. I don't know if I want a big bureaucracy, but there's probably already a bureaucracy in place. So I'd rather have, you know, non-Marxists in charge. He said, quote, I've said it for weeks now that Dr. Tedros and his team need to have need to leave the WHO and leave now. But if they don't leave and if the WHO doesn't commit itself to more transparency, more accountability and other reforms, then the United States should lead the world's leading countries from a scientific standpoint to create a new organization that will be a world health organization, not a world politics organization. And he mentions the fact that Taiwan should be allowed into the WHO, which Beijing is um, 
you know, refusing. I hope they defund and, and look at all these organizations, UN, IMF, WTA, all of it. Okay, it's crazy. Um, House Republicans, way, yay, yay, do something, please. Something, just do something. Um, <laughs> launch a probe into China's influence on, influence on America's universities. Can we start with Harvard, please? Okay, like the professor who got arrested for collusion with the Chinese. Hello, that's all over the place. I guarantee you that is all over the place. And I think, I don't remember where it was, but another professor just got arrested for the same thing. Okay, so they have a research assistant who's undocumented or undeclared whatever on the FARA. She's a lieutenant in the Chinese People's Liberation Army. Isn't that nice? So we give money to Harvard which they actually try to get the PPP money when they get a $40 billion endowment and they have someone from the CPLA in there. I don't know what our, our officials are doing. Anyways, uh, this one is actually very good too. Um, Ted Cruz is pushing a bill to deny the use of DOD assets like planes, military and, and um and instruction and training, right? The the DOD has worked with the Hollyweirders for a long time on movie studios to make sure that they act accurately depict the armed forces on screen, right? So the different movies that you have, they have contractors and they have, you know, people who train, right? So his bill would block pen the Pentagon from helping studios that censor films for China. Did you know that, right? So Hollywood has a $9 billion investment in not censoring Hollywood films for China, Okay, because that they want that market. All of this comes down to wanting Chinese markets. So they have subverted everything in order to get that market. They don't care. So the script act will um, force Hollywood studios to choose basically between the assistance that they need from the American government and the DOD and censoring films from China. Just remember this, as I said, okay. You vote not only by going to the ballot box, you vote in the marketplace. Every dollar that you give to these Hollyweirders is a dollar that you're giving not only to China directly in some kind of way, but you're also giving to the people who hate you. They hate you. They say it all the time. Howard Stern, Alec Baldwin, De Niro, they're not only talking about Trump, they're talking about you. They hate you. You have made them millionaires and billionaires, and they hate you. So... You know, right? So if it's from the NBA, remember how they stood down against they, – they wouldn't stand up for the Hong Kong protesters and they bowed to China, right? So LeBron is out there talking about social justice and human rights. Meanwhile, he's, he's um, you know, committed to China with his Nike products, same as the uh, Kaepernick, right? They have two million Uyghurs in concentration camps. So I want to – and they have horrible human rights abuses, right? They slaughter – girls in the in the in abortion i mean it's it's a joke so you know if you buy american you bring the money you keep the money here and you vote against communism okay that's part of the deal so we need to buy american that should be the lesson we decide our fate okay it's we the people we run the country if we want if we don't want to and we would we just want to let them take over this is the kind of stuff that you get okay so just remember that I have some good news because we have to have some good news with all of the madness. There's lots of good news. Okay, we're Americans. That's an awesome news, right? But in California 25, did you see it? The special election? We won. They have no idea what they're dealing with with Trump. With Parscale and Trump? Oh, my God. Anyways, so the California 25 special election, Navy fighter pilot Mike Garcia won CA-25. Uh, it was left open by the resignation of Democrat Katie Hill, who was apparently sleeping with everyone on her staff, men and women. <laughs> um, Hillary Clinton won that district by 10 points, and Garcia just flipped it and won by 12. That's over 20 points in California. Okay? Hopefully, pray to God, with the, with the madness that's happening out there, this will be a harbinger, you know, for, for times to come. Uh, in California. I think that, you know, I think that we have opportunities in California that would never have been suspected. Uh, something I just want to say, which is kind of funny, is that, uh, you know, I had mentioned before that snitches get stitches. Well, there is a, some um, people, the the governor there set up a, a snitching hotline, right? So people can talk about snitch on the, the people that they see that are quote unquote non-essential businesses or their neighbors that are not following social distances. Well, there was a, they didn't, 
count on the Sunshine Law, right? So Jared Tosh decided to file a Sunshine Law request when he was anonymously snitched on. And when he received the information, he put it on his Facebook page. He said, quote, here you go, the gallery of snitches, busybodies, and employees who rat out their own neighborhoods and employers over the pandemic. Um, Apparently, there was a woman named Patricia, which in common parlance is known as Karen. You've heard that, right? Um, Was one of the people who got reported on as a snitch and she was really unhappy he said he didn't care he said it was karma he said it's it's i'd call it poetic justice instant karma a dose of their own medicine what goes around comes around he said now they are experiencing the same pain that they themselves helped to inflict on those they filed complaints against there are no essential businesses okay take care of yourself worry about yourself stay inside if you don't want to go out okay let americans do america Anyways, on that lovely candidate for the Democrat part, um, Party, Biden, Sleepy Joe, Creepy Joe, uh, he, dapped that, he tapped that dopey bartender, Comrade Cortez, who wants to destroy the U.S. economy, uh, to lead his climate change, climate change task force. Remember, the, remember when she said she wants America to go on a job strike? I want to know why didn't he pick Greta? I mean, she's a scholar, right? She's up for a Nobel Prize, the 17-year-old who's such an expert. Isn't this incredible? The Democrats have to be just like totally freaking out about this guy. But you know he's a puppet anyway, so they're not, he's, he's not actually going to run anything. They're just telling him what to say and what to do. Um, Michelle Obama's documentary bombed which is great. Her book did really well, uh, uh, apparently, but uh, the documentary bombed, and it's giving the vapors to those on the left who thought she'd come in and be the savior for the Democrats. I have to wonder, um, you know, it's funny because she produced the film, but somehow or another they blamed the film for portraying her in some kind of way. She she produced it. So if the film is not good, then it means she didn't do a good job of doing of doing the film. But I have to wonder whether they're going to turn on her for not actually going, you know, going, coming back and actually running for office. I think it's going to be Hillary and Cuomo. But I want to leave you with this really funny quote from Donnie Deutsch, which tells you everything you, that you need to know about what the Democrats think of Biden. Joe Biden, the ideal version of Joe Biden is his the best version, because when he goes out there, unfortunately, he does stumble a little bit. But we know he's comfort food. We know we can trust him. We know he's solid. Even if he disappeared, even if he completely disappeared and just gave the stage to Trump, that would be a win for him. So when you combine his less than stellar kind of on-camera performances, and I love him. I think he's a fantastic candidate. But just being honest there, versus let him kind of stay back. And to your point also, Willie, there's no rope lines out there. Where is he going? Mm-hmm. Let Donald Trump have the stage. Trump can't help himself. Joe, I know he watches the show. You told him not to. But Donald, keep doing what you're doing, brother. So all you got to do to handle the Democrats. Just keep getting out there, tap dance, and open your mouth. Biden will be fine. Biden, you stay in the basement. That'll tell you everything you need to know about Biden. Okay? Anyways, you are listening to Brooke Talks America. I am your host, Brooke Says, and we are on AM860, The Answer on Salem Media Group. I am here also with my co-host, Jim Warshuk, so stay tuned because we will be talking about all of the latest developments on Flynn, the unmasking, Schiff, the deep state, and the orchestrator of it all, Obama. We'll be right back. More Brooke Talks America coming up. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Check out the blog at AmericaOutloud.com. Here's Brooke Says. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I am your host, Brooke Says, here with Colonel Warshuk on AM860, The Answer on Salem Media Group. And as I mentioned, we're going to talk about Flynn because... That's what's hot right now, and we are the hot station. We are the hot show on the hot station. That's who we are. Anyways, before I get into the whole thing about Obamagate, I want you to listen to this, you know, listen again to this audio from Schumer on 
The intelligence community. You take on the intelligence community. They have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do this. Isn't that stunning? That should send chills down in the spine of every single American. And I want to reiterate, if you're interested in criminal justice, you better be interested in what has happened to Flynn. Because if you're not, you're just a hypocrite. Okay? I also want to say, seriously, that Sydney, in addition to Sidney Powell, Devin Nunes has done really amazing work on this, as well as Sarah Carter, who's and John Solomon, who are real journalists, and Sean Hannity and Greg Jarrett on Fox have been really good. They've been on it from the beginning. And the unsung hero is Mike Rogers, Admiral Mike Rogers. He has, who has warned Trump from the beginning that he was spying on him in Trump Tower. So I want to let you, Jim, take over this um, on what we have here. But I also want to just show this, uh, play this little clip from 1975 on the NSA hearing on the church committee about spying. We have a particular obligation to examine the NSA in light of its tremendous potential for abuse. It has the capacity to monitor the private conversations of American citizens without the use of a bug or a tap. The interception of international communication signals sent through the air is the job of NSA, and thanks to modern technological developments, it does its job very well. The danger lies in the ability of the NSA to turn its awesome technology against domestic communication. Okay, so go ahead, Jim. Talk about what's going on now in this situation. Well, of course. You know, and it's been a pretty busy week. You know, I always talk about when you get into complex situations such as this where you have multiple type things going on, as Brooke mentioned previously, you know, we have the unmasking, then we have... Judge Sullivan doing his switcheroo, so to speak, with uh, another judge being brought in to continue the case on Mike Flynn. Then you have Adam Schiff, who is chair of the House Intelligence Committee, uh, almost back walking everything now because he's feeling the pressure on what's going on. And then finally, we had Barack Obama. Things are getting close to Barack Obama and what's going on with him. What did he know? And then we had Joe Biden lie multiple times in the same week saying he didn't know anything about it. And then all of a sudden, um, our director of national intelligence, Rich Grinnell, brings out the evidence of all the people who have been involved in the unmasking. And lo and behold, we had Joe Biden's name, who was a requester. And one of the things you have to understand about uh, unmasking and requests, it's a pretty complex issue from the standpoint of who gets to know and who gets to see what's put out there. Um, this is very, very sensitive classified information where we are collecting information on foreign agents, foreign adversaries, terrorists, what have you. And sometimes we find Americans who are involved, and because they're Americans, they're protected. And we have to protect them. The intelligence community protects them. And we don't reveal their names. And sometimes the analysts who are working this in order to do the job they have to do, um, they go and ask, and they file a request. It's in writing. I need to know the name of this unknown American in this phone conversation or other form of electronic conversation. And that goes to only 20 people in the whole U U.S. federal uh, bureaucracy who get to reveal that name. And they'll check that request and they'll ask, are you sure you need to know this? And you have to justify it because it's intelligence work they're doing. It's not political work. It's intelligence work they're doing. And they need to solve the issue, whether it's someone working illegal arms sales or drug smuggling or human trafficking or whatever it is. So we have a number of people in the Obama administration, and by now you've seen all the names. There's like um, 39 of them, everybody from the top, from Obama, Joe Biden, you know, all the leadership in the Obama administration all wanted to know. But most of them aren't working any of this stuff from the intelligence standpoint. They're doing it for political purposes. And so they needed to get something on Mike Flynn. Why? Because they needed someone to complete the story about Russia collusion. Remember that? We heard about that for two-plus years uh, with the Mueller investigation and, you know, and, and everything else. So they needed to entrap 
General Mike Flynn. Why General Mike Flynn? What is so important about him? Well, Donald Trump picked him to be his national security advisor. Okay, every president picks a national security advisor. What was the problem with General Mike Flynn? Well, General Mike Flynn also worked for Barack Obama during the Obama administration. And he was at odds with Obama on a lot of things, on radical Islamic terrorism, because he knew the truth about it, on Benghazi, because he knew the truth about it, on intelligence support from the CIA, John Brennan, to U.S. military forces. He was at odds with that. He knew the truth on that. And we could go down a whole litany of other things that Mike Flynn knew. Now they need to get rid of Mike Flynn. They need to find a way. So Mike Flynn comes in as the new national security advisor under Donald Trump. He starts his job around November 20th uh, after Donald Trump picked him. He goes to work doing the work of America. He's coordinating with leadership because they want to get to know the new president who's inbound, Donald Trump, president-elect. And they entrap Mike Flynn in a conversation with the Russian ambassador, Kislyak. And they listened to what he was saying, and they said, aha, Mike Flynn is colluding with him. Mike Flynn is making deals with him. He's not part of the administration yet because Obama's still in charge. So they collect that information, and they have a secret meeting on January 5th in the Oval Office, and everybody is there, Brennan, Clapper, Susan Rice, uh, Joe Biden, President Obama, and they schemed to do something to take down too, Donald right? Sally Yates was there. I was going to get to that in a minute because she's a key player in there. And they needed to come up with a strategy on what to do with it. And that was, well, we're going to get um, Mike Flynn on the Logan Act. And it was Sally Yates who was working that really hard. When you go through all the transcripts of all this and the, and the information that's been put out, Sally Yates had a key role. She was the one promoting the Logan Act and working with the White House lawyers under Obama to make that happen. So that, in a nutshell, is the inside story what's what's going on and how they use that to entrap Flynn. But the other big question that a lot of people are asking is why Mike Flynn? And as we said, Mike Flynn knows a lot and he's the last person that Obama wanted in there. Once Donald Trump became president on January 20th, because Mike Flynn has access to everything as national security advisor, the most secret secrets, he would have access to everything that the Obama administration was involved in. Some of the most classified information that protects the things used to protect, um, all kinds of things that Obama was in. And so we're wait people were waiting to hear what's Mike Flynn going to talk about. Of course, he's now in this goat rope of a situation, bring in Judge Sullivan, who is the Washington, D.C. District Court judge, who's hearing the case on Mike Flynn as a result of him being uh, caught up in this entrapment scheme by the Obama administration. And his first law firm uh, that was brought in uh, kind of was involved with the Obama administration. Who is a member of that law firm? Eric Holder. Hmm. You don't Eric Holder, say. <laughs> Barack Obama's first attorney or uh, first attorney general. And um, so he's involved in that. And he they're swaying information. They're withholding exculpatory evidence that could have freed Mike Flynn a long time ago, got him off proving that everything was there. But, but the most Judge important Sullivan, thing, though, Jim, the most important thing is that in all of the transcripts that Schiff had kept secret, they all said they had no evidence. Exactly. As we saw uh, last week, as it was, was released, all that information that um, Schiff had was being held by Adam Schiff. And then we have Rick Grinnell. Donald Trump's acting director of national intelligence who comes forward and says, well, guess what? We have that information. We are going to put it out there, but I'm going to give Adam Schiff one last opportunity. Let the world know you were sequestering that information. And if you don't put it out, we'll put it out. And we saw earlier this week, all the names on the list who had that information. And in those transcripts were every single one of the key um, national security people of the Obama administration saying, we didn't see anything wrong. There was nothing there. They admitted under oath that 
Donald Trump was not involved with Russia. You know, Flynn didn't do anything wrong. They all admitted all that information, but it was all being sequestered by Adam Schiff being held. That's that's a criminal act. That's treason, the way I see it, on the part of Adam Schiff for refusing to put that information out there that would that essentially exposed everything going on. So now we see them backing up. Judge Sullivan decides he's not going to uh, shut down this in this case after the Justice Department, after um, the special attorney, uh, Jensen from New Missouri, who was doing this work for um, Attorney Jim. General Barr and basically said this 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 case is nothing here. The Justice Department needs to shut it down. Barr shuts it down. Judge Sullivan says, well, we're not going to grant that. We're going to do something else. So he brings in a new judge. Jim, we're, who is we're going kind to of look cutting. At, we're kind of getting short on okay. time. For that, but um, so here, here we are, ready to go into this next phase, and we have a new judge who is going to be looking at that. So next week we'll be talking about the next the next level of activity on this. Well, it's really unbelievable. I'm going to put up because you mentioned the um, the unmasking uh, the video for Admiral Rogers talking about that and who's supposed to have it and who's not. So Jim has all the scoop, by the way, on the Flynn situation. So you definitely need to stay tuned because he has the scoop. Um, a very big question. So thanks so much for that, Jim. Um, a big question that will be answered in the coming months uh, as the atrocity that is currently known as and try to be avoided as Obamagate, and that's really what it is. It's an Obama scandal, uh, continues to unfold. It's the subject of one of my articles, which you can see on my website, brooktalksamerica.com. Um is when Barr drops the hammer, will Democrats turn on Obama? I think that's the big question. They're going to have to uh, fish or cut bait with this guy. He's toxic. So that'll be very interesting to see. Jim's articles are also on AmericaOutloud.com. We both write for AmericaOutloud.com. So check out. He has really awesome articles on all of this stuff. He has great detail on the background story and everything. Thank you so much for being with us. You are listening to Brook Talks America. Time goes by so quickly. It didn't have time to cover everything I want, but you'll just have to stay tuned. Brooke, um, Brooke says you're on AM860, The Answer on Salem Media Group. Thanks for listening. If you want to partner with the show, let me know. Connect on Facebook, Twitter, email, and every other ask avenue. And thanks so much for listening. See you next week. Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot, Brooke Says. Connect by email, brooktalksamerica at gmail.com, by Twitter, at Talks America. And listen next Saturday night for more Brooke Talks America on AM 860, The Answer.